It's the BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Your daily download of X929's X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. It's Tuesday, July 26, 2022. I'm Beckler. Shauna's still away this week. Today's show felt a little better. I, I think I've probably said this before, but this is how the week progresses when I do the show by myself. Monday, I'm rusty because I'm not used to hosting the show by myself, and it's very different talking to nobody in here. Um, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, that's when the show kind of gets a little better, and then Friday, it's pretty weird because I'm out of things to talk about, and I'm really digging. So um, send me anything interesting you come along or come across this week because there's a good chance I will use it when I run out of content on Friday. On the show today, I'm going to talk about... I I usually don't support petitions, but this is a petition I could absolutely get behind. I found this really funny stand-up comedy clip about how we approach fresh water in the world, and I thought it was great. A couple funny business names. Buck Martinez is back in the broadcast booth tonight, so we'll hear from Buck uh, after his cancer treatment. I found an example in an unlikely place of kind of everything that is wrong with everything right now. That'll make more sense when I talk about it. A special guest eulogist joins the show. What I think is the worst music in the whole world, or at least the worst sound of music. Uh, my wife McKenna is back with her news. Your out of context clip of the show. A nominee patrie, filet, a double cheeseburger with a bacon, I put it in your belly. The BNS in 20 minutes or less podcast. Following the coverage of the the Pope's visit here to Canada, I, I was reminded that the old Pope, Benedict the Sixteenth is still alive, which is unusual. Normally the Pope dies in office, but in 2013, Benedict stepped down and then Francis was elected. Um, and he's 95 years old now, Pope Benedict. I didn't know this, but he lives in a retirement home in Vatican City. Didn't know they had a nursing home in Vatican City. And I'm thinking, well, that's got to be a pretty quiet place, hey? Like, I think there's only 425 permanent residents of Vatican City. And how many of them would live at the nursing home? Well, I mean, it is the Catholic Church, so he's probably got some old cardinal buddies in there with him, but I'm just picturing like him being the only guy in the papal wing of the uh, Vatican City retirement facility. Um, my, my grandma, she'd passed away a few years ago, but she lived, she spent the last few years of her life in a retirement home that was predominantly retired nuns and priests. And she was super devout. She was a very, very devout Catholic. She went to church every single day. You probably didn't even know there was church every day, right? But she went every single day. And she just loved it. Like, it was, a, it was a pretty nice place that she lived in. Like, it was more, I would say it was more comparable to, like, a nice hotel than a retirement facility. Uh, but she loved it. She loved being around all those pious people and lots of prayer, lots of quiet reflection. They had a pool in the retirement home. And I think my kids and I were the only people who ever used it. It, was, it looked brand new. and Like, we'd go in there and everything would be dry. So we'd, had, we'd just go and swim it. At my grandma's retirement home. Not big swimmers, those elderly Catholics, as it turns out. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Well, I just read the news. Got some big stories in there. The Pope, some politics, uh, the Rogers outage. But my wife, McKenna, has also written her version of the news, what she feels the X-929 morning news should be. And I will dispense that now. McKenna's X-929 News.
After being in a movie or series together, it would be pretty easy to fall in love on set, especially if you are romantically involved on said set, spending so much time together. Maybe there's a reason that these marriages don't last too long. Some of the shortest marriages in celebrity history are Sophia Bush and Chad Michael Murray from One Tree Hill, Kenny Chesney and Renee Zellweger, this one threw me for a loop, Colin Farrell and Amelia Warner, Eddie Murphy and Tracy Edmonds, Britney Spears and Jason Alexander. I don't see what the news aspect of that is, but on we go. Uh, Elon Musk denies the rumors about his affair with Google co-founder's wife. He claims he hasn't done the dirty in ages. I mean, I guess it would be easy for him to lie about that. Who would really know? Kind of funny he told everyone that, though. Ha, 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 ha. Here's some Calgary news. I never really do Calgary news. Early Sunday morning, a man was found pounding out the glass panels on the Peace Bridge with a hammer and some bricks. Would that not be so loud? How did he think he'd not get caught? Almost every pane of glass was broken. This will cost the city tens of thousands of dollars to repair. I wonder if he will have to pay it back. That's a lot of monies. And she's written it monies. Uh, okay, and finally, I'm sure most of you are wondering, since it's midsummer, what are the official rules for having a hot girl summer? Remember that indecision is a decision. Don't let someone treat you like an idea or an option they're tossing around. No, you deserve to be actively chosen. You are a hot girl, remember? And if a hot girl knows anything, it's their worth. Hot girls don't mess with people who make them question what they deserve because they have better things to do. She says, okay, I totally copied and pasted that last part. I'm laughing so hard and can't continue. It's so silly. And now you're informed, I guess. The BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. I think I've nailed down what I feel is the worst music of all time. The worst music ever made. And I, that's a bold claim, I know. There's a lot of music out there. There's a lot of, there's a lot of bad music out there. But I think this is the worst. At least the worst music that takes itself seriously. I think there's worse music that's like kind of a joke. But like of commercially successful music that is made in earnest, I would say this is the worst. This song was just blasting at the gym the other day and I was like, my God, this is bad. It's, it's this sound right here. That's Drake. The song is called Jimmy Cooks. And you know, I'll admit I'm not a I'm not a huge rap and hip hop guy. I have my favorites. I have my favorites, but like even with a lot of the stuff in those genres that isn't for me, I can still get it. I, I still understand the appeal. I get why people are into it. This I I don't I don't get this. I don't know what you call the sound, like this sub subgenre of rap, but my god is it bad. The BNS and 20 minutes or less podcast. I feel like whenever I share a hot take like that, I'm kind of sticking my neck out because it's going to expose how how uncool I am. <laughs> Everyone gets Drake except for me. Although a friend of the show Greg sent me this article. Um, this was from Enemy Magazine back in 2017. And Trent Reznor, lead singer of Nine Inch Nails, feels exactly the same as I do. He he gave this uh, interview to Vulture, and, and he said that the, so. At the time, Trent Reznor was 
a part of Apple Music and uh, Beats Electronics, and Apple had that music channel Beats One, which I think they've renamed Apple Music Radio or whatever. I'm not sure, uh, but Drake had a show on there, and Trent said. I've asked people, what is it that's so good about Drake? I've said to my friends at Apple, explain to me why. As the old guy, I don't see it. Well, I'm younger than Drake, and I don't see it either, Trent. I just don't get it. And there are so many rappers that kind of sound like him. You know, like I had uh, another text from someone who said, mumble rap is the worst. Like, is Drake not bordering on mumble rap? Like, what is that sound that he makes? It sounds pretty mumbly to me. VNS in 20 minutes or less. I haven't mentioned this yet this week, but some big news from the world of sports entertainment on the weekend. Vince McMahon retired as CEO of WWE. And I don't know enough about wrestling to really comment on this. So we brought in an expert, Kim from our promo department. Expert adjacent. It's, yeah, it's Big her. wrestling fan. <laughs> well, it's it's your husband who's a huge wrestling He's fan, He's lifelong. Right? I'm only in the past like six years. Because of him? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So you've been brought into the fold then. Uh, so normally in this situation, we would say some words in eulogy for Vince McMahon. Could you could you do that for us today, Kim? Could you say a few words? I'd love to, yeah. We are gathered here today to remember Vince McMahon. No relation to the stadium here, of course. We first met Vince McMahon as a ring announcer in 1971 for WWWF. He always loved W's. <laughs> he then had a long career of getting stone-cold stunnered, rock-bottomed, and people and sports entertainers metaphorically and literally kissed his ass. He died only once in storyline, but his reputation died several times, including now, as he has been told to leave, I mean retired, as uh, chairman and CEO of the WWE. He leaves behind a legacy of illegally selling steroids, allegedly, of course, poor treatment of women on and off screen, allegedly, of course, and being the man of no chance in hell who gave chance who we gave chance after chance allegedly of course to vince we say you're fired ashes to ashes of the undertaker's teddy bear dust to dust of a cement filled car and hush to money for obvious reasons beckler i think you had a song i got i got half of those references it was better than <laughs> i thought i would do so here we go vince you've been gone <laughs> I found a pretty stark example of what's wrong with everything right now, uh, but I found it in kind of an unlikely place. So I don't know if you're on TikTok or not, but if you are, you've almost certainly seen this dude, Francis Bourgeois, the train spotter. Any minute now, we're going to see a Class 59 come through with some absolutely brilliant honks. I cannot wait. <laughs> So he runs this incredibly popular channel, and it's all about trains. He's what they call a foamer. Oh, my God! Woo! And his enthusiasm is, is really infectious. Like, his videos are nothing but train excitement. Literally nothing else. And whether it's genuine or whether he puts it on a bit, it's, it's really wholesome content. But the other day, I came across another video criticizing him for not speaking out in support of the recent rail strikes in the U.K., so there have been walkouts throughout the summer over pay and working conditions, and there are more planned in the coming weeks. And this video is saying that as a guy who built his platform on enthusiasm for trains, he needs to speak up and that his silence says something. And that video got a few hundred thousand likes in agreement, along with all kinds of comments about how privileged he must be to keep his channel apolitical, about how the fact that he's not speaking up 
is a right-wing stance, so he must be a young conservative. The dude just likes trains. Th- that's it. He just loves trains. Like, what a, what a trap to set for someone. They're like, polarize. Do it. Pick a side. You're with us or you're against us. Polarize. And, like, this is just one silly example involving TikTok creators. It's not especially impactful, right? But, I mean, radicals and extremists will, will not allow room for, for moderates. They will take something as simple as a kid who gets excited when a train honks and make that political. But, like, you don't, you don't have to get sucked into that game. Most issues, even the big ones, have a bit of nuance. They have a substantial gray area. And I think it's okay to sit the odd one out. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. So tonight, Blue Jays broadcaster Buck Martinez returns to the booth after his cancer treatment. Uh, we didn't talk baseball yesterday on the show. As a Red Sox fan, this past weekend just didn't really happen as far as I'm concerned. No, I don't know what you're talking about. Didn't happen. Um, but I did get a, a message from a friend of the show, Sheila, and it was this, uh, this this post from a baseball account on Instagram with a collection of some of the best nicknames in baseball history. And baseball does nicknames well. It's a beautiful night at the ballpark, taking a look at the starting lineup for your all-time nickname team, players with the best nicknames in the history of baseball. Leading off is old Hoss Radborn, followed by Mordecai Three Fingers Brown and the Big Hurt, Charlie Hustle batting cleanup. Then Mr. October, Kung Fu Panda, Goose Gossage, Oil Can Boyd, and Shoeless Joe Jackson rounding out the bottom of the order. Starting on the mound tonight, Randy the Big Unit Johnson. I listened to this podcast, and the host pointed out one time that all three parts of Randy Johnson's name are dirty. Randy, the Big Unit, Johnson. Horny the Big Penis Penis. Starting on the mound tonight, Horny the Big Penis Penis. Just a reminder that Tuesday night, yours truly, Buck Martinez, makes his return to the broadcast booth cancer-free. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Two funny business names I came across in my travels yesterday. And these aren't puns, so these aren't for the Fortune 500 list of local businesses. But they're funny nonetheless, and I thought I'd pass them along. The first uh, passed a tire shop on Center Street called tire pirates and to me the implication is sort of that the tires in their inventory were collected by force you know like they were they were they commandeered those tires yeah we're going to need those tires off your car or we're going to be boarding it uh the second one i saw is a new burger joint in the south called the burgers priest which suggests the existence of a burger seminary a sort like a sort of religious order dedicated to burgers and I looked it up, and the founder of this chain actually went to seminary school in Toronto, and he dropped out, and he started this this burger chain called the Burgers Priest. And I hope they are religious about their burgers there. I hope they even take a vow of burger celibacy if you want to work there, where you only eat burgers and nothing else. And I'm filet, a double cheeseburger with a bacon, I put it in your belly. Amen. BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. We're pretty fortunate to live in a place where we have an abundance of fresh water. You know, like you turn the you turn the tap on, water's right there. Good, clean water. You don't have to worry about it getting you, you sick. We got beautiful lakes and rivers around. It's not like that everywhere, right? I mean, even, I mean, some parts of the world, they have to be very careful. Even in a place like, you know, I think California, they're very aware of their water usage, probably more so than we are. 
Uh, and might not always be like that for us. There are many people who think that future wars are going to be fought not over oil, but over fresh water. There was a, a headline in The Onion, the satirical news site, a few years ago that said, here's the headline, amount of water man just used to wash dish to be prize of hand-to-hand -hand combat match in 2065. <laughs> That's grim. Um, and then I came across this yesterday. This is a clip from a... a comedian from the UK named Simon Brodkin and he said if we were if we were to be brought back to life 250 years from now this is what the conversation might be like can I get a drink of, of water please um, negative the last drop was drunk in the year 2040 tell us what was water like oh my god uh, it was amazing we had a lot of it probably didn't look after it as as well as we, we could have we uh we had water fights, you just chuck it all over each other. We used to drink it all the time, we'd turn the tap on and we'd just wait for it to be the perfect temperature. And, and then we'd take a, a clean glass and for some reason we'd, we'd rinse it out again. We'd... But you had no idea you were destroying the planet. No, we knew. Then what did your leaders do to stop Earth from dying? They put a 10p charge on plastic bags. <laughs> then why did you travel in aeroplanes when you knew the pollution was irreversibly heating up the planet? Oh my god, this is gonna sound bad. To go somewhere hotter. BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Sometimes on the show we talk about the big issues. You know, the same issues that you're talking about and that the politicians are talking about and that the news is talking about housing affordability, climate change uh, on a more local level, crime, the downtown vacancy rate. But one guy I know is the only one talking about the biggest issue of them all. The basketball courts at Mahogany Lake have nets with a double rim. And if you know anything about street ball, if you've ever done any street ball in yourself, that just doesn't work. A double rim is it's completely unforgiving. If your shot isn't a straight swish, if it hits the rim at all, it's going to come screaming right back out. So this this guy is planning to petition the, Maho the Mahogany Community Association to remove the double rim and install a more gentle and forgiving single rim. And I said, why stop there? Let's get the people rallied, rallied behind this one. If we get 500 signatures, I think it has to go to a member of parliament, and then eventually it gets brought up in the House of Commons. So... The petition hasn't been started yet, but when it is, I hope I can count on your support. We can, we can tackle all those other issues after we, we solve this one, the most pressing issue of all. Let's get the double rims at the Mahogany Lake basketball courts replaced with a single rim. You've been listening to the BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. You want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative X92.9. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at X92.9.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have BNS in 20 Minutes or Less downloaded daily to whatever device you use. Later.